Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Dimitris Soudis, and I'm Territory Manager uh, EMEA for Marine Traffic. Uh, well, COVID-19 tried to uh, tear us apart, but uh, thanks to Capital Link, uh, they brought us back together. Uh, over the next 10-15 minutes, I'll take some of your time to uh, show you what we do at Marine Traffic, uh, our services, and how we can help you uh, become more efficient in ship ops. Um, I will start by sharing my screen with you. All right, so uh, let's start. Who is Marine Traffic? Who are we? So Marine Traffic is a company based in Greece. We have local presence in uh, UK and Singapore and personnel in four continents in order to reach and support our uh, global markets. Uh, what started as a ship tracking experiment evolved into a global tracking, a global intelligence platform. Uh, at the moment, we have around 1.5 million registered users and over 6 million unique visitors per month. Uh, our mission is to connect the maritime ecosystem and make it more efficient and transparent. So uh, let's see marine traffic at a glance. What is our main offering? What do we do? Obviously, we are a technology platform. We collect data regarding vessel positions and other operational information. Uh, for that, we use AIS technology. And as AIS data is transmitted by the vessel uh, we capture it through receivers uh, who are ashore or satellites, and then we feed that information straight into our platform. We turn um, these data into actionable intelligence. We deploy them at our uh, user-friendly online services platform, which I'm going to uh, live demonstrate in, uh, in a few minutes. Uh, or you can receive the data. We can feed your systems directly through our APIs or through historical data sets. These messages, these AIS messages, uh, are received from a network of more than 4.5 uh, thousand stations globally. Uh, and we maintain those stations in 184 countries. Uh, we have the largest network, terrestrial network station in the world at the, at the moment. Uh, we are also the only company that cooperates with all three major satellite AIS providers, which are uh, Exact Earth, Orbcom, and Spire, in order to give you full visibility during ocean crossing voyages where terrestrial stations uh, cannot receive the AIS messages. On average, we track around 220 to 140,000 vessels on a daily basis. And of course, where AIS is not detectable. Uh, we provide also in at sea uh, positions for the ship owners and ship managers. Now let's see what's a typical day at marine traffic. Uh, on a daily basis, we have uh, 550,000 uh, visitors. And we are picking up signals from, uh, as I mentioned before, 240,000 vessels. This means that we get around 750 million AIS messages on a daily basis. Uh, at the same time, uh, we maintain a comprehensive database of marine geometries, which are ports, 
anchorages, berths, terminals, and more. By combining that, uh, we are able to create events and to capture events like port calls, uh, anchorages, berth calls, but also uh, other events like proximity events, ship-to-ship -ship transfers, bunkering events, drifting, and more. So uh, at this point, I uh, would like to discuss uh, three uh, pillars uh, of uh, typical use cases, actually, uh, for marine traffic, which is operations, safety, and commercial. And then I'm going to demonstrate our platform. So for vessel operations, you can track and monitor the vessels of interest. You can get notified for any change in course uh, if you're entering piracy areas or uh, echo zones or other areas of interest, arrivals, departures, ETAs, changes in ETA, changes in uh, um, uh, drafts, and many more. Uh, you can have a complete voyage timeline uh, that includes, for example, noon positions and banking events and tugboat operations and pilots and more. Uh, you can be aware of what's happening around you because marine traffic will not only showing your vessels, we show you what's around you as well. And this gives you a situational awareness at any given time. And at the same time, we can give you a visualization of the past track with weather conditions. All that goes back up to one year in the past, online. Offline, we have data that go back to more than 10 years. Now, the safety use cases, incident analysis, near collision, you wanna see what happened, or something else, you wanna see uh, tugboat operations. Um, you, can have, you can use the playback feature which will visualize all the vessel movements in a specific area. And of course, in safety, we'll add inverse at sea, as mentioned above, and of course, SSAS, the distress calls uh, for the vessels. And last but not least, the commercial use of uh, marine traffic, which what you can do, you can monitor how the market actually repositions. And of course, this will give you a benchmark against competition and edge against freight rate fluctuations, which is something that we see these days. Uh, you can also uh, be aware of, um, specific, of expected arrivals in specific ports, countries, or areas of interest. And we also try to connect the ship owners with the suppliers by our, uh, through our business directory. And now I would like to show you, to give you a live demonstration of our platform. So, Marine traffic, when you open it, you're here on a live map. This is a global fleet. Uh, we also have the ability to create fleets and see only your own fleets on the map. Now let's take an example of a random vessel I clicked before, which is the British Emerald. Uh, it is traveling, uh, it's sailing in the ocean at the moment. And we can see, let's see that vessel on the map. Okay. We can see where this vessel is. And we can see when we received, as you can see here, we received the position, the latest position three minutes ago via satellite. So this vessel is uh, crossing the ocean. It's going from point 14 to Gibraltar. So it's in the middle of the ocean. Now let's go back to the vessel details page. So what else can we see here? reported DTA and calculated DTA. As we see here, we have some difference because the reported ETA is what the master reports on the AIS and the calculated DTA is our calculation. We break down the trip 
uh, the voyage in smaller legs and we constantly recalculate. We are usually closer to the actual time of arrival. You can see distance travel, distance to go. Uh, you can also see um, the uh, vessel utilization over the past 30 days or 12 months, how much, how many times was this vessel, you know, underway, waiting, idle, or in port. You can see the recent port calls, the events timeline, which we're going to see in details after um, my next tab. Uh, vessel speed versus profile, um, which will give you uh, nice statistics about your vessels and the similar vessels. The trade areas or countries or ports since 2015, and some coverage information of your vessel. So you can see, for example, if the average interval is two minutes and we lose it for 30 minutes, it might be a case uh, to get an Inmarsat C position. So here, what we see here for the same vessel, we see the vessel, the route forecast that we project. Uh, combined again with weather uh, data. On this page, you can see the intervals between the satellite AIS positions that we receive during the ocean crossing uh, voyage of the vessel. As you can see, every uh, three, four, five minutes, we have uh, a new uh, position. Our global average interval between two positions um, is less than seven minutes. So as you can imagine, you have a full, full visibility of uh, the voyage. Following up, the events timeline that I mentioned earlier. So what can we see here? All that is for the same vessel again. Here we can see a bunkering event. As you can see, we, we say bunkering slops lube since the vessel that does the bunkering and slops and lubes is uh, reported as the same type in their classification. But you can see that this vessel Stay was zero meters away from your vessel, okay, for 326 minutes. So it was probably um, uh, bunkers. Uh, you can see here that we had a pilot off board, pilot vessel Onuba uh, was 18 meters away. Uh, you can see docked and undocked, and you can see the full voyage timeline, noon positions here, the vessel was sailing. You can have full visibility of uh, the voyage. You can also export that data. This is the pass track, the pass track of the vessel combined with uh, weather details. And of course, the eye symbols that you see um, above the track is again, vessel events that we create and capture. So here you see the vessel speed and next week, weather uh, data. Now we can combine the pass track with other vessels as well. Uh, if we, for example, want to see tug operations and we don't want to see the whole area and we just want to see our vessel, uh, our vessel's movement combined with another vessel's movement. Here we have our notifications, which can be arrivals, departures, ETA. So you can say, uh, show me 48 hours before the vessel reaches the destination and keep me informed every 180 minutes or tell me where the vessel entered the left Elmeca zone, where the average speed was below uh, 11 knots, or when it changed it, uh, when it changed drafts, and many other um, either geographical triggered events, or um, AIS triggered events, or 
all the types of events that we have. This here is the playback feature that I mentioned before. And at this point, I would also like to tell you that we have different maps that you can combine. So we have the standard, we have satellite, but we also have nautical charts. So in this case, and for operations, it might make, uh, make uh, sense to have the nautical charts. So here, if I push play, you will see um, the movement of vessels in this area. Um, one second. You will see the vessel movements in this area. I can make it go slower or faster. And here you will see tag, two tugboats um, taking a vessel to the berth. Okay, you can see the pass tracks of the vessels. You can see the speed. This was used uh, by one of our customers uh, in order to build up a case. Uh, when they had an incident, they were moored and a vessel went very fast uh, next to them. Uh, I was uh, sailing with 11.5 knots when it should be below 10. And the, what happened was that their lines uh, were cut and the vessel um, actually hit the other side of, um, uh, of the canal. And they built up their whole case by using this tool here, which gave them all the information for all the vessels in the area. As you can see, you can have the speed of the vessel. Now, we're going to the commercial use cases. Here, I chose to see on the map only tankers with the capacity of 190K and above, uh, with the current status of being in ballast. I can say, uh, show me those that are laden. And um, you can do uh, any types of searches that you, can, that you might want on our map, or you can have or we can do live queries on our database. For example, in this page here, and this is our data exploration tool, uh, this is our whole database. It goes back uh, up to one year. And in this case, I asked our database for expected arrivals in Singapore from today up to a week from now for tankers with a dead weight between 75 and 125K. And this is the result. Uh, so if I change the dead weights and I put 125,000 and above, right, I'll get new results instead of uh, uh, 32 records, uh, I'll receive 56 records, as you can see down here. So all these um, results, I can also export and use them as I wish. On the right, there is the settings uh, button that you can change the columns. You can say, for example, I wanna see uh, when the vest this vessel was built, what's its navigational status, um, what's the owner manager, and then you just update the table and all the details will come here. A similar example is this one. Uh, so again, for chartering purposes, I checked all the vessels that are in the West Med, Black Sea and East Med area. Uh, excuse me, the vessels that are heading towards uh, this um, region. Um, and they have a capacity of 40 to 65K dead weights. They're in ballast at the moment and they're bulk carriers. Um, this is again another example. And because 
my uh, timer told me that I've used my 15 minutes. I'm going to show you one last uh, feature that we just launched. And unfortunately, I couldn't add it on the presentation. And this is uh, the, pass the passage plan uh, import. So from, your, from the EGDIS, you can import the passage plan straight to our platform. And here, you can see the rest of the trip, and you can compare the history of your trip with the passage plan. Uh, so at this point, uh, I would like to thank you very much, and I'm uh, happy to uh, discuss any questions or uh, if there are. I don't see anything on Q&A. You can feel free to chat. If there are no questions, I'll be happy to uh, meet you on our booth, uh, the marine traffic booth. So feel free to join us, uh, to join me there, me and my uh, colleagues there. I'll be more than happy to uh, discuss it further. Ah, I see there is a question. Uh, I recall you saying that there were about 200 vessels. Uh, excuse me if I didn't um, make it clear. I was talking about how many vessels do we track on a daily basis, and we are uh, trying. We are tracking on a daily basis around 220 to 140,000 vessels. Other than those than these vessels, we also have historically uh, data for vessels that are uh, decommissioned, that are demolished at the moment. So you can find historical data and X names of vessels and many more in our database. Is that clear? Right. Any other, um, any other questions? Right, so uh, again, I'm Dimitris Susudis from Marine Traffic. Um, Thank you very much for joining our session and I'll be happy to uh, meet you at uh, uh, our virtual booth. Uh, have a nice afternoon. Goodbye.